Hey, it's been a while. Uh, excited to uh, share this episode with you. Uh, just disclaimer, Sarah and I actually recorded this before our son was born. So this was uh, last week of September, first week of October-ish range. Um, I guess last week of September. And our son was born happy and healthy on October 5th. His name is Jude. And uh, life has been a whirlwind since then, but excited. Uh, you know, Things have settled down enough that I think we can get the pod up and running again. So this is an old episode um, recorded before he was born, uh, but I thought it was a fun one. And so getting it out there to you now, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to The Aspiring Cinephile. I'm your host, Zach Watts, and I'm joined today by another guest, two guests in a row, and uh, both repeat guests, because today I'm joined by my lovely, talented, beautiful wife, who is also 39 weeks pregnant, Sarah Jane Watts, (laughs) joining us on the pod today. How you doing, sweetie? Oh, I'm very pregnant. Yeah. You yeah, just you're feeling got it. Got cankles the size of Texas. Yeah the the swelling situation <laughs> has reached new heights uh-huh. in in these past uh, two three weeks. Yes. Um, but you're just you're just a champ through it all. You know, you. I admire and respect you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you <laughs> for being just an inspiration, a source of of hope and uh, determination, an example of that in my life. <laughs> Just determined to get this baby here. So that uh, segues us nicely into what this t- episode is going to be about. We are so excited to welcome our baby boy. Uh, his name will be Jude. Uh, the due date is this coming Saturday, uh, whenever this is released this week. It's October 2nd. So anytime this week... Um, hopefully sometime this week and not past the date, little guy will be joining us. And so today we wanted to rank our five uh, Disney animated, Disney slash Pixar animated films that we're the most excited to share with Jude. So this isn't necessarily our favorites, although that it certainly is a reflection of that, but the title or the intention of the list is the ones we're most excited to show uh, little baby Jude. Yes. What was the most challenging thing about making this list? Well, you should all know that we are big Disney fans in this house. Um, We love Disney. We already have a Disney trip planned with our baby for when he's like three months old. Mm -hmm. Um, Like four. Yes, very young. (laughs) Raising them young. (laughs) We love Disney. We went on our honeymoon to Disneyland. We pretty much, you know, we're right on the Disney Plus train when that came out. We're we're big Disney people. So I think overall it's hard to even make a list because we pretty much like every Disney movie. There was really only a few that we were out on. And those were probably the ones that we should all be out on, like Song of the South. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Spoiler alert, Song of the South will not, not be appearing on either not list. Not on either <laughs> list. Um, but yeah, we're big we're big Disney people, so I think it's just hard because it feels like betrayal to not include a lot of movies on this list. And also I think it's hard because there's a lot of them that are nostalgic for me that maybe aren't as like amazing now. Yeah. But like as a kid they were really special. So it's hard to like rank them in terms of like our son will be seeing these like now in twenty yes. in the twenty twenties and not like when we were watching them in the nineties. So Yeah, some of them may not, you know, be as exciting now. Uh, yes. As they were to us in the 90s growing up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that was hard was limiting this to, you know, we set out with the intention to have a list of five. Couldn't do it, so it's our top six uh, movies we're most excited I've uh, said on share. this podcast before, I don't like constraints, <laughs> I don't like numbers. I like to just be free and easy. <laughs> so. Lists. Lists. Uh, not really your thing. <laughs> to-do lists, yes. I like to-do lists. I just don't like to have to narrow my, my love of something down to five. So we went with six. Yes. It was excruciating. It was really tough. I was biting the pen as I was making the list. The stress was real. The stress was real. There was a lot of, a lot of anxiety about cutting some of these gems off of my list. But I, I feel good about what I came up with. Yes, and we made the list at the same time, so we know what's on each other's list. We don't know the final rank order of mm-hmm. the lists, so that will be a surprise. But we wanted to make sure we covered as many movies as we could, so we made sure there weren't any duplicates yes. on our lists. So it will be 12 unique films. Ladies first and guests first, both rules on the aspiring cinephiles. <laughs> so uh, you get to go first with your number six. Okay, my number six is the 1992 classic, Aladdin. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. It's tough to beat. Tough to beat. Favorite film as a kid, um, I probably, like, I am pretty sure that as a kid I could... Quote the whole movie while playing with my toys, not even watching the screen. I loved Aladdin. Um, but I also love that the performances in it are like Robin Williams. It's timeless. Yes. It's timeless. The music is super awesome. Catchy. Is I this just... a Mankin? Yes. Of course it is. Yes. Alan Mankin did the music. I just love it. And I feel like it kind of had a resurgence because of the live action and I knew how passionately I love this movie because I have refused to see the live action because I just like the cartoon so that's how I knew it belonged on my list <laughs> because I refused to see any <laughs> other version I only want to see Robin Williams don't give me Will Smith I'm sure he's great but he's not Robin Williams and he's not my genie hashtag nope. not my genie <laughs> So not my genie. So that's how I knew I was very passionate about Aladdin. I just love it. Um, I love the character of Aladdin. You know the uh, the the diamond in the rough trope. It's great. Yeah. Well, I I also love Aladdin. It, it, you know, it was a bit of a, a debate over who got to have it on their list. 
but I I do think I mean it all comes down to me the to the Robin Williams performance. I mean it's just so iconic. Characters like that that are created in Disney and other animated films are kind of trying to do what Robin Williams did yes. still, and nobody has really come close in my opinion. I just think he's one of a kind and a, a true legend. So uh, yeah, the genie. One of the greatest animated characters. Actually, that that would be a fun, you know, he would be top five or three in my list of yeah. animated characters. Oh, the genie, he's yeah. amazing. So fun. And I, a fun anecdote, I don't know if it's true, but, I, uh, but I'm pretty sure it is, that the screenplay couldn't be nominated for the Oscar for best <laughs> screenplay because Robin Williams yes. improvised so much of it that, that the original script... Uh, was pretty much thrown out by Robin Williams because he improvised. He just did whatever like, he everything. wanted. That's why it's so good. That's why it's so great. And also shouts out to one of the creepiest. I tried to say scary and creepy at the same time. Creepiest. The creepiest. Creepiest villains in all of Disney. Jafar is so scary. Yeah. And just a skeezy dude. Skeezy, scary. The whole part where he's a snake at the end. It's so scary. So probably we won't be showing Jude when he's young, too young, because that yeah. it, it is pretty scary. That's kind of why it was lower on my list, because I think the end with the snake part is... That and Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think, both contributed heavily to my still existing snake? fear of snakes. I can't, yeah. It's, it's really scary. Yeah, snakes freak me the heck out. Yeah, it probably came from Aladdin, so thank from you, Aladdin. Aladdin. We will try to not show Jude when he's too impressionable. Yeah, we'll wait. Although I feel like that's okay to encourage kids to be afraid of snakes. Honestly, I don't want I don't want Jude going anywhere near a snake. (laughs) Yeah, so really, maybe we should show him really. Get him. Set him up for that fear early on. Let's pass that on to him. I don't want him to be afraid of snakes. But yeah, Aladdin. It's a it's a great one, and it's just very nostalgic. But also, I think it holds up pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah. There's a couple things in there that. There's a couple things in there aren't great. We, we did discuss earlier, this is also probably why it's number six, is Jasmine and the, they've kind of, they revamped her, I guess, for the live action, which once again, we'll That's not great, see. but I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it, but um, there is that part of Aladdin where Jasmine tries to seduce Jafar that's a little uncomfortable, that probably has not aged super well. Not great, and she just doesn't really have much to, do, like... Just yeah. the female character in general in the film, not like a ton for her to do. Yeah. So if but we she were having pet tiger, we're, so. she does have pet tiger. If we were having a girl, this might not be on my list because I don't know. It's a great like female role model, but then again, Jasmine is very sassy and very like I'm not gonna marry who I don't want to marry. That's true. She's very strong. It's just the uh, the seducing Jafar part that gets a little uncomfortable in a kids movie. Yeah, bit of a bit of a kind tough. of a weird turn there. <laughs> bit of like, a tough turn. I feel like we could have tried something else to I don't know, but but it was the '90s. It was a very weird time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your number six, my dear? My number six is a much more recent film. Okay. Uh, it's Big Hero Six. You are experiencing mood swings. Diagnosis. Puberty. Whoa, what? Puberty can often be a confusing time for a young adolescent flowering into manhood. Aww. I just... <laughs> Ba-la-la-la. I just... I started, like, tearing up thinking about it. This one... 
is so just so cute they're and it ticks so cute and i i had to have it on my list too because as far as you know having a little boy it ticks all the boxes there's like the technology like cool computer coding mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. there's superheroes there's robots there's kind of a cool bad guy. like it just has mm-hmm. everything yes. uh it's little boy heaven mm-hmm. um so i really you know i i hope that he loves it and then also, it's just heartwarming. It's very emotional. The beginning, like the first ten minutes of Big Hero Six, when the spoiler alert, <laughs> when the brother dies, it's intense. It's so tough, and they're already orphans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like a crushing, sad first opening uh, to the movie. But then it's so heartwarming, and the Baymax is just like the mm-hmm. cutest character, maybe ever. That they've come up with, like it's he's just yes. just so lovable. You just want to give him a big hug the whole time. Oh, I love Baymax. He's so cute. So cute. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you? What's your take on Big Hero yeah, Six? Yeah, I like this one. Is Big Hero Six? That's just Disney, right? It's not Pixar. Mm-hmm. I like it because I think it is a really beautiful story as an adult. Like, there's a lot of commentary about grief, and you know, Hero finds like his family kind of mm-hmm. when he doesn't have this typical family with all of his superhero friends. I wish I remembered all their Yes, I don't remember all names, their names. But I love that he finds that family and there's obviously really big topics and messages, but also it still feels like a kid's movie. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like the what the old balance of and we'll get into this as maybe a couple Pixar movies come yeah. up on us too, but I think it was interesting going through this and including Pixar. Most of the recent ones, like the last like ten years of Pixar movies, I didn't put on the list because they feel like they've almost skewed too much to like they're more for adults yeah. now. Like, like Soul is very Soul is a prime example. Like what character or like thing from Soul are the kids like super attached to? And like I want a toy of the guy from Soul. Like I don't. It it's and then there's not a lot there for kids but big hero 6 kind of strikes the perfect balance and the classic pixar is like a monsters inc or Mm -hmm. a um finding nemo toy story that kind of stuff where it's enjoyable for parents there's bigger messages and it'll age well you know as kids get older they make the realizations Mm -hmm. of oh that's what this is about yeah but like there's a ton of fun cute stuff for them to enjoy when they don't get all that Mm -hmm. um which Mm -hmm. i think is kind of Pixar's lost their way a little bit on that, in my opinion. Yeah, the the balance is a little bit skewed, it seems, of late. Mm-hmm. A little more heavy than than for kids. Although our, our nieces and nephew love Coco, which I would not think, like... That one has a pretty good balance. Yeah. I don't know. I, f- I mean, I think because the music is so fun is a huge... That's part a of huge it. part of it, yeah. And it's super colorful and stuff, I guess. But, yeah. like, when I think about that story... It is not, like, that's not a super kid story, friendly mm-hmm. story. Like, it's really tough. That's true. That's true. It's kind of another piece about grief and family and some mm-hmm. heavy, complicated issues. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, love Big Hero 6. Yeah, anyway, Big Hero love 6. also shouts out, again, to the, to the nieces and nephew, because Big Hero 6 has the banger. Yes, song. the Fallout Boy closing Fallout credits Boy, song. Immortals, if you haven't heard it, it's a great song. It actually is really Honestly, good. Honestly, pause this now. And go listen, go to, listen Immortals. to Immortals. Real it's quick. great. It's on my running playlist. It's awesome. It makes me feel immortal. Literally. I was, I was super stoked for Fallout Boy that they got to have this moment. <laughs> they came back just for this <laughs> came moment. Came back for Immortals. Good on them. 
Um, yeah, no, Big Hero 6, I would totally, totally recommend to people of all ages. Yes. But um, excited to show it to a little, our little, little man. And fun fact, it's a part of our history because we went to it on our, was it our second date? I yes, think. our yes. second date. Second date, we held hands. It was pretty wild. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> we held hands at the for so long, six. and then it was like the when do I let go? We had to have the awkward moment of like my, my hand, hand hurts, hurts and it's yeah. kind of sweaty. Like yeah, because we just like wanted to hold hands. Wanted so to bad. hold hands. Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. <laughs> really romantic. <laughs> Super great stuff there. So good. Oh man! All right, you're number five. My number five. A great one. It's Hercules. Hercules, honey, I think you mean Hercules. We are the muses, goddesses of the arts, and proclaimers of heroes. Heroes like Hercules. Honey, you mean Hercules. I'd like to make some sweet music. Our with story actually begins long before Hercules, many eons ago. When the world was new. I love Hercules. This is another 90s classic. Um, what a run in the what 90s. What a run. What did we decide? This was like 96, I think. Yeah. Um, I know that I said at the beginning that I was trying to avoid nostalgia a little bit. But this also holds up. I am hoping that Jude will be a musical child since we both are singers and performers and enjoy music in our house. So... He's got to love Hercules. He's got to know Hercules. Some of the best songs, Zero to Hero, The Muses. Ooh. <laughs> it's just good music. And I think it's fun for a little boy. Like, Hercules is so strong. He's fighting all these monsters. Um, Hades is so funny. Hades is a good villain because he's scary but also really funny. <laughs> um, you've got, like, Pain and Panic, his little henchmen. Yeah, That are really funny. funny and... Um, I love Phil. Yes. Danny DeVito shouts out. Legendary performance <laughs> Legendary by our guy. Legendary Danny DeVito. Um, I love the whole, tra- I love a movie with a training montage. Yes. And I think Jude will too because when we watched Rocky, I had never seen it. During the training montage, Jude was very active. So I think he's going to love a training montage. So perfect. Um, I love Meg. Another sassy, empowering yes. female character. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else. It's just good. And it also just kills me every time that it's Jimmy Cooper from the uh, from the OC. Yes. Shouts out. Tate the Donovan. Voice, Tate Donovan is the voice of Hercules. It just kills me every time. If you don't watch the OC, you won't get it. But if you do watch COC, you're going to be like, that's the same guy? And yes, mm. yes it is. It is the same guy. Jimmy Cooper. It's a great movie. It's just, oh. But yeah, I think it's really the music that makes it 100% for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. The music is fantastic. And I love, I mean, all the side characters. Even like uh, Pegasus is great. Oh, yes. Love yeah. him. Duh. How can I forget Pegasus? Um, and I think the... All of the action, all the fighting, all the monsters, the fight with the Hydra especially stands out. As mm-hmm. I always remember that as a, a super cool, like, it felt like, oh man, this is really cool, like, to see. Because it was coming out of, I don't know, it felt like taking a step forward on kind of the, the action in uh, these movies. Doing stuff that they hadn't really done a lot of mm-hmm. before. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I like, too, uh, that Hercules, like, his whole arc in the story is that he gets really strong and then he gets really arrogant and really cocky. Mm-hmm. But then in the end, his strength is taken away and what ends up saving him is, like, his love and his, like... So I think it's a good message as well. Yes. Um, not that a little kid is going to get that from it, but my 29-year-old self gets that from it and loves that and would want my son to know that. So. Yes, absolutely. That's why I love Hercules, the end. Love it, love it. Well, my number five is Tangled. No, 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 no. This is bad. This is very, very bad. This is really bad. They just can't get my nose right. Yes. It's... A delightful film. We love Tangled. We love Tangled. Um, the main reason that I love Tangled is, of course, Flynn Rider, who's the best. Zachary Levi. And, you know, as far as the princess movies go, a lot there's some of the princes, and they're doing better. Some of the princes have good stuff to do. Like the prince in um, Sleeping Beauty. He gets to, like, fight a dragon and do some cool Yeah, stuff. but that's not really balanced because Sleeping Beauty doesn't really but, do Yeah, anything. Sleeping Beauty doesn't get to do anything, mm-hmm. right? And then um, and then in other ones, like Cinderella, like, the dude comes and puts a shoe on. They dance, and that's about all so he gets to do. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, Snow White, he just comes along and, I mean, you Smooches know, smooches her... Game over. I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, they don't have Prince, a lot of They don't personality personality have a lot to do or in a big the early in the early princesses. Movie. That's something they've really tried to rectify, and Tangled mm-hmm. was kind of the beginning of this. Yeah, and it's the perfect balance. They Both both characters have strengths and flaws, and mm-hmm. they balance each other out and yes. help each other, and it's really, really cute that way. And they both are on a journey, you know, not only together to help each other, but they're you know they're on self-discovery journeys mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. which is just lovely and yeah. i really really enjoy it and the music's cute music's music's I mean, great we're probably gonna say that about all most because yeah, we're I mean, musical people but yeah tangled is oh tangled is good it's one of my favorite princess movies and if this were a personal list it would probably be in my top, for sure. I cried when I saw it in theaters because it was just so cute. And this one marks like this is when Disney went back on top for me because they yes. this was coming out of the period of we're making really bad sequels to all of our classics yes. and and some weird ones like yeah this was a return to form for Disney. Yeah, we it really kind of we there was a period there after the nineties. Until Tangled, really, where we kind of got off the road. Yeah, you got a few, a couple of gems that I like in there, but you've also got yeah. your Chicken Little, Home on the Range, like some weird not ones that good. just are not as good. Not as good. Blessed, but not as good. Yes. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts, but no. Not as good. Um, anything else on Tangled? I just think it's it's just a delightful little, and it's adventurous. There's a lot in the, yes. the bad guys that sing the fun song. Like, there's just... It's not too spooky. It's good for mm-hmm. kids. There's not... I mean, the witch is scary, but Mother not Godful. like... Yeah. Yeah, the end is a little bit scary, but it's not... Overall, it's pretty... Um, yeah, tame. It's more just kind Watch of... Watch this one pretty early on. Yeah, it's kind of just fun little advent- side adventures while they get tr- are trying to get to the lanterns and... Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's just cute. It's just cute. We just like it. 
All right. Number four. What was my number four? Let's see. Oh, number four. My first Pixar contribution is Monsters, Inc. How can I do this? How can I be so stupid? This could destroy the company. The company? Who cares about the company? What about us? That thing is a killing machine. I bet it's just waiting for us to fall asleep. And then, wham! Oh, we're easy prey, my friend. Easy prey, we're sitting targets. Okay, look, I think I have a plan here. Using mainly spoons, we dig a tunnel under the city and release it into the wild. Spoons. That's it. I'm out of ideas. We're closed. Hot air balloon, too expensive. Giant slingshot, too conspicuous. Enormous wooden horse, too Greek. Mm. I love Monsters, Inc. I think my heart grows four sizes when I watch Monsters, Inc. It is the cutest. <laughs> it's so freaking I cute. I love it. I love that the whole concept, the whole world that they created was so unique. I love that these monsters... You know, usually, like, we're talking about with Hercules, right? He's fighting all these monsters, and, like, the monsters are usually the bad guys and the people that you don't root for. So I love that it's kind of flipped on its head, and you have these monster characters that you really enjoy, and Boo is so cute. Oh, <laughs> Heart melting. I love just the whole idea of them turning it from the scare floor to the laughing floor, and all the characters are so... Because they are monsters, they're so vivid, and the colors, and you've got, like, bright blue, Sully, and big and furry, and then Mike Wazowski's a little green, and... Iconic stuff from Billy Iconic. Crystal Iconic, yes. Well, that's the thing. John, so John Goodman funny. and Billy Crystal, they're so funny. They've got great chemistry, and that's, I mean, that's why there's more Monsters, Inc., right? Mm -hmm. Is because those two guys were so good at it and did such a good job, but I think it's just... The characters like Roz um, mm -hmm. and um, Celia, the his girlfriend with the snake hair. And, like, it's just such a unique world and just funny and adventurous. And I think it is, like, once again, strikes that balance really well of it's heartwarming and there's a, there's a message there that's really deep. But, like, a little kid can enjoy it and just have fun and want to know the monsters and... Yeah. I just like that. Yeah. A lot of good merch from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> a lot of good merch. Are you kidding me? I want all. I want Mike Wazowski. I want Sully. I want them all. Well, we were just saying how that would be a cute Halloween costume. Yes. For a little Jude someday. He's a little Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Come on. Come on, folks. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, send us your best uh, baby Halloween costume ideas like yes. fan like and family sets even even better like if yes. it's a theme great stuff there yeah i love this one i love the the whole concept of the world like you said and i love that the all the whole sequence at the end where they're going in and out of all the, the different doors, doors. Yes. i mean that is like one of the most breathtaking bits of animation that i've like ever seen it's so fun and they're going to all these different places and then when they come across the abominable snowman <laughs> don't worry it's limit. <laughs> the snow cones just iconic stuff yes. there i love it um there uh the the themes are so this one just makes me cry every time too uh, it, it's the end is just beautiful and so yeah tough to beat monsters inc yeah for real for real, it's so good. I think it's. Oh, it might be my favorite Pixar. It's 
top three. For I me. think it's 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 probably my favorite. I just love it. It's just I don't know something about it just gets me, gets me right in the feels. Mm. So hopefully Jude likes it too. What did you say your number four was? I'm getting excited. It's going to be a controversial pick. Oh, no. Good, good. We like a little controversy on the pod. Keep things spicy. We uh, we went with Treasure Planet at number oh. four. You can't do that because you haven't seen it. <laughs> Don't you get it? I screwed up. I mean, for two seconds, I thought that maybe I could do something right. But ah, I just... Forget it. Forget it. No. You listen to me, James Hawkins. You got the makings of greatness in you. But you gotta take the helm and charge your own course. Stick to it, no matter the squalls. And when the time comes, you get the chance to really test the cut of your sails and show what you're made of. Well, I hope I'm there, catching some of the light coming off you that day. <laughs> We're watching it, like, today. I we can't. got No, it's so It makes so me feel good. weird. It just makes me feel How weird. How can it make you feel weird? You know. haven't seen the it. The animation is just, it makes it's me feel so weird. It's so good. The animation's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay. You okay? You you tell the people why you love Treasure Planet, and I will be quiet, and then Tre I'll talk about why I don't. Love I want. We're gonna watch it. It's so good. I have it number four on my list of movies to okay, share with okay. our son. Well, we'll watch it with our son in three years, <laughs> four years. Fine. Five. I'm just kidding. I'll watch it with you. Sorry. Okay. Tell the people. Tell the people why. Treasure you Planet. This is a gem. When I was talking about, there was an era where Disney kind of went downhill and off the rails a little bit there's yes. a couple of gems one of them is atlantis the lost empire which also sarah hasn't seen and also is a hater of <laughs> but i that is probably one of the disney's that i watched the most and then um but it was second to treasure planet this is an adaptation of of course the treasure island story um, but it's all set in space and it's so cool joseph gordon levitt is the voice of uh, Jack Dawkins, who's jump Jim Jim Dawkins, Isn't it Jim it's Hawkins? Jim Jim Hawkins. That's <laughs> me, dude. I think it's Jim because it's Treasure Island, yeah, right? No, Isn't it Jim I'm, Hawkins? It's Jim Hawkins. Well, I feel stupid. Okay, um, Treasure Planet adaptation of uh, Treasure Island. Joseph Gordon-Levitt voices Jim Hawkins. It's just so the way that they kind of made it feel piratey, but in space. So like all the ships are like sailing ships but they're all going through space they surf on like these cool like surfboards with they look like um oh what are they the the surfboards that have like sails like attached to them, like windsurfing yeah. um uh, but it's like through space so it's just so so cool and like unique fun ideas and and so taking that story and just putting it in space and so they're going to different planets and uh, all of the characters are super creative. I think Martin Short is the voice of like one of the robots or yeah, something. I can get behind that. Um, you've got a lot. Of, I think Emma Thompson is one of the voices. So there's a lot of good voice talent. And, you know, the Treasure Island story is great. It's, it's so fun. It's yeah. iconic. A great adventure. Mm -hmm. And 
but it's a really cool way for you know maybe you know younger kids that maybe aren't as into like pirates kind of older a lot of the it was a great update for that story i think Mm -hmm. um and very very underrated i think and also the animation is unique and just so beautiful i i think it works some of the animation got off the rails in that period for disney but this one uh i think ages well and is really really fun there you go treasure planet treasure planet will someday watch it with you like later today or like now like i don't know if later today is good for me like i might oh. be a little tired well you could take a nap to treasure planet while i watch it <laughs> okay done <laughs> i mean i am i am more intrigued now that i know that my gal emma thompson is a voice she's one of mm-hmm. my favorite actresses and also we have we have recently fallen in love again with martin short because he's in that show on Hulu, Only Murders in the Building. And he's really funny. If you haven't checked that out, I would recommend it. Um, so now I've remembered how much I love Martin Short. So maybe maybe that w- could sway me. Yeah. It's really it good. could sway me. It could sway me. I wouldn't lead you astray. It's a really, it's a great time. Like fun adventure. And it's different. And it would be a new, imagine discovering a new Disney movie. That's true. I envy that. That's true. Wow. Anyway, Treasure Planet. It's a good one. Treasure if you Planet. guys out there haven't seen it, gotta watch it. It's really, really good. But, like, am I the only person that it makes me feel weird? Please let me know if I'm not. <laughs> just the commercials and the preview. Like, I just feel weird. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. Maybe it's a guy thing. I Maybe it's more of a guy movie, which is great. Could be. Could be. Um, All right. Your number three. My number three. Oh, I'm so excited about this one. My number three is Meet the Robinsons. No, Lewis is my stupid roommate. My name is Mikey Gooby and people call me Goob. But today everyone that beat me up called me Puke Face and Butterfingers and Booger Breath. Nice to see that they're branching out. Which is a newer, not that new, but newer, lesser known Disney film. The weirdest movie ever, but the greatest. Um, one of my most quotable Disney movies is Meet the Robinsons. I just love it. It's got everything. There's dinosaurs that can talk. <laughs> there is time travel. There is, like, I mean, you, you, just everything. You, I can't even... There's a science fair. There's frogs that sing. There's... It just has everything in it. It's so whimsical and weird, and I love that. I've always been drawn to kind of weirder stories like that. Like, when I was really young, I loved Alice in Wonderland, and um, I went through, like, a Nightmare Before Christmas phase for a while. Um, I just love stories like that that are just really different and really random and weird, but it's weird but super quotable, which is really important. And also has a good heartwarming message in the end as well. I just want to be able to quote it with my little my little boy and just laugh about all the weird funny things in the movie. And so I'm excited to show it to him. Yeah, this is one that you introduced to me yeah. that I said I would watch with you. <laughs> I see where um, this is going. The guilt. The that guilt. I ended up really enjoying, even though I wasn't sure about it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want just everybody to just like remember that and think about it. Um, but no, this is a really, really cute one. It was definitely an oversight that I hadn't seen it. I think 
it came out in the era where suddenly Disney wasn't cool for me anymore because I think it was like it's what year was that I'll look it up let's say it was like 05 06 somewhere kind of in that range yeah it was 27 2007 2007 so I was you know we were in high school yeah I was 14 at this point so I I had kind of kind of moved on from from Disney stuff at that point too cool for it Mm -hmm. now you know um I think I think this may have been you know my dad showed me The Matrix, my first ever rated R movie, when I was like, I think 13. Mm, yeah, so, so then you were way too So then I was like way too cool to watch like Meet the Robinsons, yeah. you know. And my parents weren't like in, excited about that one, so it's not like we went as a family to go see it. They kind of mm-hmm. thought it looked weird. Yeah, because so, it is. It's weird. Because, yeah, it is weird. Um, but delightfully weird. Yeah, it's quirky. It's quirky and the characters are just so fun and funny. And... It says, what is the tag? The tag on this poster says, if you think your family is different, wait till you meet the family of the future. Yeah. And it is. It's kind of all about having a weird family. And it's this kid's quest to kind of find his family. He's trying to, he's an orphan and he's trying to figure out um, who his, like, parents are. So he's trying to to figure all that out. And he um, kind of finds his own family. And I don't want to spoil it, but. Anyway, he finds a family and embraces how weird that family is. And I think, like, that's a message for all of us. We might not have a T-Rex but um, in our backyard, <laughs> but we we all do have, like, weird quirks in our family or weird things about our family. But at the end of the day, they're still our family. And I, I love that kind of message of it. And it's really heartwarming and sweet. And also the villain is... <sighs> so funny he's so funny (laughs) i just i can't get enough of it it's just good it's really good um but yeah 2007 i don't i don't remember how i discovered this because yeah i was in that age bracket too i think i know my sister shouts out to megan who listens to this pod is a big fan of this movie as well and i can't remember if she showed it to me but just makes me laugh and sometimes in this world you just need a movie that makes you laugh and that is this movie Amen. Amen. Number three, Z Money. Number three for me, a little movie called The Incredibles. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I have heard it. Honey! What? Where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Uh It's probably, oh, it's either number two or number three of my favorite Pixar's. All about, you know, you're talking about family. It's all about having a weird family too, right? Mm -hmm. Family with people have superheroes, but they're all just trying to live, you know, superpowers, but they're all just trying to live their lives. I think it's so, so funny. The voice talent is so good in it. Um, Shouts out to Kari the babysitter. Yes, Kari the babysitter. She's off my quoted favorite. in our home. She's my favorite. Some weird things Her are happening. <laughs> Jack Jack is just the best. Life. We love him. Um, but I mean, talk about and this kind of falls in that Big Hero Six category too. Of I mean, talk about just ticking all the boxes for a little boy. I mean, superheroes and 
all the different superpowers and cool costumes and and also ticks boxes for old man i love like everything's like mid-century modern and like when they go to the <laughs> like the bad guys stuff is kind of futuristic but kind of like i'm like oh i'd like decorate my house like this like it's <laughs> oh a gosh. very like it's super you know cool you're getting old when you watch <laughs> when, these kids movies and like, you're like oh that's oh, cool i love table. Their, i love how they love that mid-century look everything's kind of that like yes. 50s 60s kind of yes. vibe yeah. and and I love the, you know, the struggle of the dad that just wants to go back to his glory days, but mm-hmm. learning to be a family man, that kind of, you know, that message. Samuel L. Jackson's little bit as yes. Frozone is iconic. Uh, I absolutely love that. But I mean, there's just, there's so much to love about The Incredibles and it's, and it is the perfect, one of the perfect um, Pixar balances of fun for kids to watch because it's just like superheroes and all this stuff going on. But there's a lot there uh, for grown-ups, too, that kids, it just goes right over their heads. It's mm-hmm. really funny. Yeah, well, The Incredibles is pretty dang good. It's not, I feel like I missed the boat. Like, I feel like people love The Incredibles, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, I like The Incredibles. Mm. I'm not like, love it, but I don't, I like it. I like Kari, I like Jack-Jack. And, oh, Edna Mode. We've gone this far oh, without mentioning yes, Edna and Mode. Yes, and Edna. I like all of that. I like all of it. It feels a little long sometimes to me, though. That's my that's my beef. That's my beef with the Incredibles. That's probably why it's not like. I wouldn't say it's in my top th- five Pixar. Wow. Okay. But I like it. Yeah. And I definitely like it more than number two. Yeah, I didn't love number two, to be honest. Yeah, number two felt long to me too felt long and it kind of got away from well I don't know it just wasn't there was magic with the first one that they didn't have they just didn't have for whatever yeah. reason I don't know what that is but uh, but Incredibles the first one just absolutely love it the fun costumes I mean talk about costume ideas there we go there we go yeah, that's that's great stuff Jack Jack, Jack. Jack. bam um, I'll be Kari no capes no capes you're number two. We're getting into really rarefied air here. This was the toughest. Oh, I know this was a tough one. This too, so was, I'm excited to see how this shook out. This was like, mm, oh, I can't. This was a really hard decision, but I went with for my number two, Tarzan. tough i thought i was gonna put it at number one i only moved it to number two because it is really traumatizing at the beginning that tarzan's parents get eaten by the cheetah that is tough it <laughs> is really scary and i don't want jude to be <laughs> scared that we're gonna get eaten by a cheetah so i <laughs> i put it as number two because it's a little scary That's and true. the end is pretty scary with clayton he gets the all end is he dark. Gets, the end is dark he gets all twisted up in the vines and and dies uh which is like at least like tarzan doesn't kill him you know yeah. like, no, there's no like but it's a very morbid ending. So that's like a little spooky, maybe a little mature. 
yeah. probably wouldn't show it young, but um, Tarzan was just so... I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember it was probably like, what did we decide? 90... 99 is when nine. it came out. Yeah. So yeah, I would have been like seven. So I remember seeing it in theaters. I think I was it was with like my cousins and stuff and just being blown away. I remember how big of a deal they were making about the animation of him um, on the tree branches. Yes. Like they had used like skate, skate park and like, um, what was the other? Surfing, like to help create that motion of Tarzan on the vines and all of that. And that was, I remember thinking that was so cool. Love the jungle setting. I adore Jane. Um, such a fun character. And then you have, like, her dad, who's super funny. And then, of course, you have Turk. And then you have... Why can't I remember the elephant's name? Oh, my gosh. Tantor? Tantor. Oh, that's embarrassing. Tantor. I couldn't remember the name char- main character in Treasure Island that's earlier. That's true. So, so it's okay. A little... That's um, less embarrassing. Yeah. So, yeah, Tantor. <laughs> oh, man. we Right here, we're going to put the clip <laughs> when he says, I've had it with you and your emotional constipation. What? It! I've had it with you and your emotional constipation. Tarzan needs us, and we're going to help him. You got that? Like, it's just, it's just good. It's so winning and um, such a fun adventure story. And then, obviously, like, Little seven-year-old Sarah could not handle herself that in sync got to sing. Yes, Trash, Trash in the, in the camp. camp for the credits. If it's been a while since you've checked out the in sync version of Trash yes. in the Camp, do yourself a favor. Love that, and loved that. If you stay tuned after the credits, you got to watch a little like video of them jamming out in the studio with Phil Collins, which is also awesome. We love Phil. Yeah, this we're burying we're burying the lead here. The reason this the, movie is amazing is Phil is Phil Collins. Collins. Well, I I've said that for every movie pretty much I know. about the and music. I, appreciate so I tried that you to leave with something things. else. Yes, but yes, the music is so good, and I know Zach has said before that "Son of Man" is like a very empowering song. Yes, I, for a young lad to just be jamming out to. It hit at a perfect time in my life. There's nothing that hit like a six year old oh. boy's soul. Like Son of Man and that sequence in the movie where he grows yes. up and he gets thrown up into the air and yes. spins and then all of a sudden he's, he's grown. a grown man and oh, it's, it's oh magical. It brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it. It's really, so good. It's, it's so good and just I love all the stuff with Kala when she's talking to him about how they both have two hands and they both have hearts mm. and they both and just that idea the two worlds one family kind of idea is um very applicable nowadays we need more of that in our world um so i love i love that about it and we also have a special connection to it because in college you played jane in the stage yes. version of tarzan yes disney made a musical out of tarzan Unfortunately, it's not as good. I no, will just say just, that. We just got to be real. It's I, not as good. I loved playing Jane. It was a blast. I love a lot of things about the musical. They added some cool new songs, but um, they also cut a lot of the stuff that makes it awesome. I remember the first day reading the script and being mad because one of my favorite lines is when Jane says, And Daddy, he took my boot. And that is not in the musical. Very and upsetting. that was upsetting to me. 
But yeah, a lot of and the also good... Tantor is cut out of the yeah, and because how do you do an elephant, elephant that talks and all but that? It's like make another gorilla be that, that kind humor. of character. I know because we... you miss so much of the humor in the musical version. You miss a lot of the humor in it. They made it a lot more serious, and so that was kind of a disappointment. But I always have a special place in my heart for Jane because of that. Yes, and just love. I love Tarzan. I just remember having the CD of Tarzan and jamming out to it all the time and never getting sick of it. And um, You'll Be In My Heart is like one of the sweetest like lullabies ever. So Phil. Phil. We love him. And that's one of my other things with the Tarzan musical is why would I listen to other people sing these songs when I can just listen to Phil Collins sing all these songs. Well, and that was something that was unique about Tarzan. Is the only character that ever actually sings in Tarzan is Kala. Mm -hmm. She sings a tiny bit of You'll Be In My Heart and then Phil takes over. And so it's basically... It's so funny because I think of it as a musical, but it's really not. That's just the underscoring, essentially. Yeah. Like, Phil Collins is just, like, the underscoring, but... He's kind of like a narrator, basically. Yeah, he's the narrator. And, like, why wouldn't you love a vo- a music or a movie, gosh, a movie where the over-narrator is just Phil Collins singing about singing what's Singing awesome happening. songs. Every song, pretty much, is just oh. a banger. I mean, really, it's, it's really good It's stuff. really, really good. And just... Uh, we about wore out the CD. It was in the car, just yeah. pretty much permanently in like the five CD changer yes. in the car or whatever. It was always in yes. rotation. Absolutely loved it. This is a nostalgia one, but also I do really think it holds up, and I think I think kids would find it really funny nowadays and enjoy the humor of it. But also, yeah, it doesn't drag too much. No, it's it's a tight. It moves fast, and I think animal movies with animals are always, always a hit. Yeah, are always, always a hit with the kids. We love animals. Yes. All right. My number two. Number two. Also a hit. Toy Story. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? Hey, let's go. Toy Story. I alone have information that reveals this weapon's only weakness. And you, my friend, are responsible for delaying my rendezvous with Star Command. You are a toy! You weren't the real Buzz Lightyear, you're a... Now you're an action figure! You are a child's plaything! You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell. Oh yeah? Well, good riddance, you loony! The ultimate movie of our childhood. Yeah, I mean, this shaped so, my childhood. Yeah. Like, this this movie, oh. and obviously shaped Pixar as well. I mean, come imagine your first shot at... Making a movie, you make freaking Toy Story. Toy Story. I mean, incredible, incredible stuff. Um, 1995. We, yeah, 95. So, I, was, I mean, changed movies forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, isn't this, this is the first fully computer animated film. I think yeah. they're starting to use computers to help with, like, hand-drawn mm-hmm. animation a little bit. But this is the first one where they just did everything, obviously, computer animated. So, it's... And it's just so, it's so, so funny and so unique and and the perfect, like, the idea for a kid that your toys are alive and are, are doing that but only while you're gone. Like, just that whole concept. So brilliant. Whoever the guy was that, like, I don't remember who wrote or directed this one, but I, I want to say 
Is this a Brad Bird? Lasseter. Oh, this one's Lasseter. Uh, John John Lasseter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just to come up with... It seems so obvious, but obviously, you know, no one had done it yet. It's just no. such a brilliant concept. And, and I was, of course, as a child, convinced that my toys were all alive. And any time a toy wasn't where I thought I left it, I mean, just... I just was convinced that that was real, and so I just love that idea because um, yeah. it, it seems so plausible as a kid that oh yeah, all my toys are just doing this, well. and that gives them all personalities. And then of course you've got, you know, Woody and Buzz are like two of the most iconic characters ever created. I mean, we we absolutely love them, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the, and just the juxtaposition of those two characters. You know, and that trope of kind of opposites attract and their best friends is just, just absolutely the best. And that they're literally like a cowboy and a spaceman. Like, just all of it is so, so good mm-hmm. um, and so well done. There's some iconic scenes in this movie, obviously. The, the you know, you're a sad, strange little man. We've got to put that scene <laughs> right here. It play that clip. I think you got to put clips uh, in this episode. we got to have so many clips. There's so many good moments. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your connection with Toy Story? Oh, I love it. I like you said all the things you said. Ditto, ditto, ditto. And you gotta. I mean, let's be real. America's dad, Tom Hanks. Yes, we love him here. We love him, and anything that he, like, I just anything he touches is just gold. And he is Woody. Yeah. Like I love him so much. And Tim Allen. Like I just I think it's kind of what we were saying with John Goodman and um. Oh my gosh. And Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah. sorry. In the Monsters Inc. It's just that chemistry and the voice acting, if you didn't have those two voicing those characters, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. They're just perfect at it. And they they must love it. I mean they've come back to do it. Yeah, there's been four of them. Four of them. And they're still coming back years later. I mean, it's crazy. So they they just there's such a joy in their performances. Um, Sid, so scary. Sid's way so scary. So scary. The spooky, like, hybrid toys All of the toys, toys that he makes. so But then spooky. I love that they end up But being, they're so sweet. Yeah, like, I just, I loved it. And I think it um, is that perfect, perfect balance of heart, but still just really exciting. And I think... And the, the ending sequence in this movie, too, when they're chasing the moving van is just oh. one of the... They one of the fly. best things ever when they fly, but no yes. one falling. It's making me cry. Uh-huh. It's so yeah, good. It really is. The end of it is is so solid. Yeah. So solid. And, yeah, the unlikely friendship trope is always good. Always yeah, good. Yeah, that always works for me. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, good buddy movie. Yes, exactly. And perfect. And there's something for everybody in this one, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I love um, the part where... It's his the birthday, Sandy's mm-hmm. birthday, and they're trying to, and they send down the little army men, and they're trying yeah, to like scoping out. The yes, I what love presents that. And this. That's one of my favorite sequences in all animated movies. I just it's love. So funny. I love just the little army guys. That's just oh, and so all good. the characters. I mean, Ham and Rex and all. I mean, just yeah, Pizza Planet. The Pizza the Planet. Yeah, I mean, it's just. There's so much to love. Yeah. It's so well done. It's pretty much a perfect movie. I, it I is. just really, really, really love it. And there's a reason why it spawned, like, 
all of these sequels have come out. It was it. tough. Part of me wanted to put Toy Story 2 on this list because I think that's my favorite Toy Story movie. That's my favorite Toy Story movie. But I had to just, you gotta, I had to put the OG on the list. Yeah, you have to we'll see. Start, and you gotta see you that one. You have to see the first Cause, one. But um, obviously Toy Story 2 is also just so, so good. I love Toy Story 2. And I think you especially, the timing of this movie for you. It like followed my... It follows you. Because yeah. 1995, you were like two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Toy Story 3, when Andy Goes to College, came out when you were going to college, didn't it? Yeah. So it was like super... Yeah, it was the summer before I left. And so that was a that was an emotional time in the theater yeah. for, for the Watts for family. For the whole Watts fam, just sobbing about <laughs> Zach growing we up. We all just walked out of that. Yeah. Just absolutely sobbing. But it's because it's so beautifully done. They just absolutely nailed it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Toy Story. It's a good one. All right. We are in t- on to our <laughs> final picks. The number one... You, you already know what it is. <laughs> Mulan! Mulan. All right, that's it. Dishonor. Dishonor on your whole family. Make a note of this. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Dis- Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just nervous. I've never done this before. Then you're going to have to trust me. And don't you slap me no more. We clear on that? All right. Okay, okay, let's get this show on the road. Tricky, get the bags. Let's move it, Heffa. I freaking love Mulan. This is what happened, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) About, when was this? Last year? Yeah. Last year, we say to ourselves, oh, yeah, I like Mulan. Let's, um, let's spend the, wasn't it like 30 bucks? Let's spend the 30 bucks. Let's spend the 30 bucks to watch the live action one. It looks like it's going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I love Mulan. Why not? Which I have no idea what I was thinking because, like I said earlier, I didn't watch Aladdin because it was too pure. I didn't want to see live action. So I don't know what I was thinking with Mulan. But we watched it. I hated it. I hated it so much. Yeah, we did not enjoy this film. Um, Actively, like halfway through, we both just started openly talking about how we, how we not were not like enjoying it. it. Yeah. And it made me realize how iconic this movie, this the cartoon version is for me. Um, I always knew I liked it. It was another situation like with Tarzan where I had the, the album, I had the CD of it. The music was super iconic. Christina Aguilera singing Reflection. I still Forget remember the it. music video. I remember listening 98 to Degrees and Stevie Wonder 98 Degrees, a, a yes. Yeah. Um, it was just such a time. And I remember, so that movie, the live action made me realize just how awesome the cartoon is. Just... Oh, everything about it. And like, come on, a little boy jamming out to be a man. So good. Jamming out to Donnie, my guy, Donnie. Shouts out to Donnie um, for singing the crap out of that song. Eddie Murphy with the amazing performances. Mushu. Yes, it's it's very good. um, And that was one of the main things that was missing is they took all the fun out of the story. There was no humor in Mulan. And that movie is so funny. The grandma. The grandma's so funny. The lucky cricket. um, The whole beginning with the matchmaker. It's just hilarious. And um, I love it too because it's it's a... We were talking about this earlier. Like, oh, is it a princess movie? And it's not really necessarily a princess movie. Mulan's technically not a princess, but I like that it 
as a little girl, it felt like a princess movie, but it was a bad A character that could take care of herself. And there's like a little romance, which I liked, you know, I like mm-hmm. a little romance. Would you but, like to stay forever? Yeah, but it's not like, um, it's not like meant to just be like, That's oh, not what Mulan. it's about. Yeah, oh, Mulan just falls in love at the end. No, it's like meant, she saves China. She freaking saves she China. She just saves China. And yeah, Eddie Murphy's performance is very much, for me, a lot like Genie. Like, yeah. It's the closest Definitely. I think anybody's come yes, to the in that, thing. in that it's, kind of a thing. And because, and, like, he's, I mean, as far as, it took somebody as talented as Eddie Murphy to yes. be able to come. I mean, yes. Robin Williams and Eddie Murphy are on a rarefied air, a For different sure. plane of For talent. Sure. For sure. And, and Robin Williams is still obviously, like, probably up above that. And obviously created that kind of trope. But Eddie Murphy does it so well. And I just, all of it is just so good. And I think... I, I love it because it's a, a female-centered um, story, but I think a boy can really enjoy it, too. And I want him to see female characters like that. Like, that's a female character mm-hmm. I want him to see, you know. And there's not as many as there should be, so it's a really good example for him um, of what a good female character can be. And I just... Ugh! Mm. It's so good, and I yeah, I feel I feel good about my choice actually to make it number one. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, I think you made a great choice. No parents are killed by cheetahs in this one. No, no. She has both of her parents. Neither yeah. of them die. So the it's rare probably... Disney film where she has both parents alive. I mean, it's really. It is pretty rare. Yeah, it's really rare. Um, it is scary uh, when the the Huns pop out of the snow like daisies. <laughs> Um, that is terrifying. Yeah. He's terrifying. Yeah. Um, the main... What is... Who is that? The main guy. The main... What is his... <laughs> is it not... He's not getting his con, is No. Is what is his name? The main guy. He's the main so scary. Bad. He's so scary, but I don't think it's super scary. Like, it's a good... It's, it's not reasonable. like Jafar turning into a snake scary. It's yeah. just, like, reasonable. And... It just makes me laugh. I can't even... The whole time we watched the live action, I just kept quoting the cartoon and laughing really hard. <laughs> so... Yep. It just tickles my funny bone. There's just something about it that just gets me. And it's it's very nostalgic, but once again, holds up. And that was my criteria. Yeah. Love it. A great first pick. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Um, not as good as my first pick. Oh, okay. well, okay. <laughs> Let's hear it, and I'll tell Just, you what I think. Uh, I already know, I know what, what you is. think about my first <laughs> pick already, which is uh, a hot take. My number one film that I'm most excited to share with our son is The Lion King. He lives in you. How can I go back? I'm 
not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. It's the first movie I ever saw in a movie theater. I obviously don't remember that experience other than being told about it because I was two. Oh, but, I was going to say, you were pretty little. Yeah, because I... 95, Greg, yeah. Greg and Teresa, they were brave. They were brave, yeah. And I think I'd, they tell a story, I think, about having to hold my... I wasn't heavy enough to oh. put the seat down like on my... So they kind of like had to hold my seat down oh. with their legs. So, um, but... N- the Lion King, and I think this, I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be, but I think part of this is kind of like a little boy versus a little girl watching these movies. Mm-hmm. The girl characters don't really have a lot yeah, like to Nala. do, and this Nala just kind of shows up and is like, hey, you should come back, and is kind of mad at Simba, and that's about, like, all any female character has to, to do. Because I think in the stage version, Rafiki is played by a female, but in the movie, Rafiki is definitely a male male character. character. Um, So really, I I don't think there's... It's Timon and Pumbaa and Simba and Zazu and obviously Mufasa and then Scar and all the high... I mean, it's just... It's a lot of boys. It's a lot of boy characters. Mm. Um, So I can see growing up for you that maybe wasn't like your most Mm -hmm. favorite. Uh Um... But, oh my gosh, as a little boy, I mean, watching all these lions and the, tra- I mean, the tragedy of Mufasa and when Scar is such a great bad guy oh, yeah. and his song, the Be Prepared song yeah. is so good and the hyenas are so scary, yes. but like kind of funny and you're, and then, I mean, Timon and Pumbaa are the, just as a kid, I just thought they were the funniest Funniest things ever. I mean, I just oh, yeah. you oh, just yeah. love them. The fart jokes with Pumbaa are just yes. legendary stuff. Legendary. Um, uh, I just and then obviously the other thing that this introduces our son to at an early age is not only fine animated film, but also Sir Elton John killing it, crushing, crushing it. it. The music, we said it about all of them, and we said, we warned you up front that we were probably going to say it about all these movies, because we're musical people. The music in this is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And it's a true musical. It's not like, and that's what puts it a little above a Tarzan for me, where I think the music's about the same level, but I love that it is the characters singing it, and mm-hmm. it's a true kind of musical that that way. Way, um, yeah. But I mean, Circle of Life. The I, the beginning of this just coming in hot with Circle of Life is just. It's tough to beat. I, oh, yeah. I don't know if there's a better intro to like any, at least animated movie ever. It's yeah, it's pretty awesome. All the animals coming and Pride Rock and hold. I mean, mm-hmm. at sporting events, there's like a Simba cam where you hold up your baby <laughs> like Simba on Pride Rock. I mean, That's true. It's, it's really iconic. It's so so iconic. 
Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I don't know that this is a hot take because I think most people our age really love Lion King, but oh, it's, yeah. it's... Uh, it's, it's absolutely my favorite. And I Lion can't King. wait to show it to our, our little man. The Lion King and also iconic James Earl Jones yes. voice work. Mufasa's voice is just so good. Insert, remember who, who you are. Yeah, we oh gotta put that. Gosh. That's going in. And yeah, just the man tears. I mean, just it yeah. makes me cry. A, a father and son story. Yeah. Tough to beat. Is always emotional. And... Yeah, it's realizing your true potential, you know, not running from yes. who you are meant to be. Yes. Taking the easy way out. Because yes. he could have just Takuna Matata and hung out he with could've. Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like a pretty good option. He'd have lived a great, fun life, but it would not have been fulfilling. Yes. This movie is interesting for me. I've had a, I feel like a, probably should go to therapy about this, but I feel like I, <laughs> I've had, harbored a guilt my whole life for not loving this movie enough because it is. With our generation, you know, children of the 90s, born in the early 90s, this is like most, most kids are, or not kids now, adults our age would say that Lion King is their favorite, I think. Yeah. And I just never really, like, loved it. It's another one like The Incredibles where it's like, everyone loves this and I just kind of like it. And I've always felt guilty about it. I think it goes back to a bad memory of getting sick. And it was a little incident with some fettuccine Alfredo. It's tough. And <laughs> TMI. And um, my brother was babysitting and we had to call the neighbor and she came over to clean up some stuff and take care of me. Um, and then she popped in the Lion King. So I think I must have residual uh, Alfredo memories from that <laughs> that has painted this movie for me. But I can also appreciate how how iconic it is and awesome. And I do like it. I just don't, like, love, love it. it. I'm not, like, a, a normal, what are we, millennial? Yeah. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, Lion King is my favorite. Um, but it's still great. I mean, Elton John, James Earl Jones, like I said. I just looked it up. Did you know that the voice of Simba is Matthew Broderick? Because I did not know that. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, Nathan Lane... Like, what? Matthew Broderick yeah. as Simba? I can't... It doesn't even sound like... I'm going to have to rewatch it just for that, because I, yeah. I don't hear Ferris Bueller in that. And this is another one that I have not watched the live action version oh, out of no. principle. Well, because it's not live action. It's just... Yeah, it, it's just... It, it's ugh, Computer I, animated. This one's It makes me angry. Tough. It makes me angry that they keep doing this, because none of them have even been good. But. Jungle Book made sense, because that one was so old... The yeah. update was good, and I really actually liked Jungle Book. Shouts out to you, Shouts out. And my <laughs> dad, I know you're listening, and I know how much you love Jungle Book. So I, That's the only remiss, remake we get behind. That's the only remake that I... Well, and Cinderella. We love oh, Cinderella. and Cinderella because Lily James is... She's... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's one of my faves. So, Cinderella and, and Jungle Book are the only ones we like. I am not. I will not see this Lion King. No, no. Jude will not be seeing any. Jude of Jude will not know that this exists <laughs> for as long be, as we can help for it. For as long as we can help and it. And it has a ton of people I love. I mean, obviously, like Beyonce and um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, and, yeah. I mean, it's you know, iconic. People that people. I love, but I just can't. No. I'm just not here for it. No, I'm, I'm not here for those. Just give me the give me the OGs. You know. Mm-hmm. This one didn't need an update. That's no. the thing. No. 
It didn't. It didn't need to be updated. It was great how it is. But, so that is our top six. Yeah. Yeah. Great lists. Well I done. thought they were good. I think they're good lists. <laughs> if I do say so. If I, I mean, do say so myself, I thought they were good. And the good news is it's our kit, so we get to decide who yeah, wants exactly. to watch. But if there's a glaring something that we're missing, please let us know. If there's something yeah. you feel like he should be, he should watch. Any honorable mentions? I know I've got a couple that I've got to yeah. bring up quickly. Yes, I I do have some honorable mentions. Let me pull them up. Um, I love Zootopia. Yep. Um, I love, we, as you know, in this family, we love the Godfather and obviously Jude cannot be introduced to the Godfather for a very long <laughs> It'll time. Be a while. He has to be very much older. So I love that there's a little Godfather nod in Zootopia. I love the voices, the story. Also, once again, kids love a animal movie. Yes. So that was one of my big ones that I did not talk about. Um, I also love Princess and the Frog. Is one of my faves. I love Princess Tiana. I love the music. I love all the characters. But it is really spooky. The Shadow Man is really, really Shadow scary. scary. So that's yeah. why it didn't make my list. Because I've had some, some of my nieces and my nephew have watched it and gotten really spooked out by the Shadow Man. So yeah. um, that's one that I love personally, but maybe wouldn't show you until he's a little bigger. And, oh, Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. So quotable, so funny, so iconic. I love that movie. It was really close to being on my list, but it did not make it. So that was a one, another one that was really a bummer for me. There's one that for me, I loved. It was probably my one of my favorites growing up, um, and that's Pocahontas. Yes, yes, we we, lo- we love we love Pocahontas, Pocahontas, but uh, it is. Very extremely problematic. problematic. Yeah. Uh, there's a, and lots of layers to it too. I mean, obviously, the glaring obvious things that are problematic about it with how the portrayal of colonization in, yes. is really, really tough. Um, also, the fact that Captain John Smith is voiced by Mel Gibson, who's an extremely problematic individual. Not also a good guy. Tough. Yes, tough. Um, so just there's a lot of layers to to, right. To why Pocahontas Having is... white actors voice Native Americans. Yeah. There's a lot of problems, but I but do... But Paint With All... Colors of the Wind? Yes. I love Paint With All the Colors of the Wind, and I Just love... Around the Just Around the Riverbend. And that sequence is so beautiful in the animation, and I remember being so swept away by that as a kid. And I wanted to be John Smith. I, my first backpack, there's a picture of me heading off yeah. to preschool with my John Smith... Yeah. Backpack, and I had a full outfit, like the full like armor that he wears, and little. I mean, I I loved it, and I had the full toy set. I would play out the movie while I was watching it, and there's really cute stuff about it. And the little raccoon mm-hmm. is so cute, and grandmother Willow, grandmother Willow, it's iconic. Um, feel really bad for Cocoam in that one. It's a tough beat for him. Tough beat for but Cocoam. It's so beautiful. There's some parts of it that are really beautiful. Just, and it was so fun to watch as a kid, and the music was so fun, but it, I could not in good conscience no. put it on this list no. at, without at least saying it's, we have to point out really how problematic it is. It's really tough. It is. It's Which is unfortunate. It's tough. Yeah, this one. Let's give Pocahontas an update. Like, give me yeah. that music. Make a live-action Pocahontas and have actual Native American 
actors and like let's do that one right and replace Mel Gibson. I think the you know? problem is that we can't really do that one right without that's it true. The being story really itself dark is really and yeah. really upsetting because colonization is tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, so I don't know how you do that. You can't really update it without whitewashing it still like yeah, the history still of is, it you, that's a good point that's a good point for kids anyway you yeah. know it would have to be like the version for uh, adults now <laughs> yeah, the, is like the PG-13 actually version of Pocahontas all with, these people were killed by yeah, these selfish take out the yeah. you know, the love story because I don't I mean they were not really like in love it was not no. that sort of a situation no was not really tough no tough stuff but but great songs. Great songs. <laughs> so. It always comes back to great songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I have is Up. It was really yes, close. Yes, that's on my list too. Yeah. Um, it was, it just, it, it's almost like too sad. Like I'm, I'm, I almost didn't put on there because I'm embarrassed for Jude to see me cry. The first five minutes. the first minutes, five minutes yeah. of that movie. Like, and having to explain why that why is it's so, so sad. Why yeah. um, like just thinking about it is making me tear up. It's uh-huh. so so much fun. Jude may just not know that the first five minutes of that movie exist until he's older. No, we'll just what we'll do is we'll get him all set up and then leave Put the room. Up, leave for the that room part. and then come back after. <laughs> then it's come done. back. It's because the rest a good, is so cute. Well, it's all so cute, but yeah. it, the beginning is really emotional. I just remember, yeah, being. What like totally blindsided yeah. that when I saw that in theater. So I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> But it was that's a fun adventure. Yeah. Good characters, love Russell, love Doug, all that. Yeah, yeah. And shouts out, I did not realize until like about a week ago that Doug has his own show on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, I know. I, I need, need to, to watch, watch this, it. but um, love hiding under your porch because <laughs> I love, love you. you. Yeah, so good. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, I I did the same thing. It was not on my list because it's too emotional, it's and I don't want him to be embarrassed by his weepy parents. Super emotional. <laughs> we just uh, be crying the yeah, whole time. It would be it'd be um, tough. A tough display for the young man to see. Yeah. Um, okay. Any other anything else you feel like you need to mention? Well, oh, well we're we, going to talk about because uh, obviously there's a lot of live action Disney yes, classics. We stuck yes. with animated for our lists, mm-hmm. but we would feel remiss to not bring up a couple different. We wanted to talk Muppets and kind of live-action Disney, because they're both very important. Mm -hmm. My main live-action was that I am very excited to show Jude Mary Poppins, because it's another show that is near and dear to my heart. I played that role. His Aunt Abby has played that role. We love, we're very pro Mary Poppins household, and um, I just feel like it is one of those movies that, even though... It has aged. <laughs> it's like 1964 or something. Yeah, it'll it's, feel a little slow. In it some definitely parts. has aged, but there's some things about it that just cannot be replicated. The step in time and all the dancing, and especially as musical theater people, to show him a movie like that with with all the dancing and all the fun is just oh so good. So that's definitely probably my top live action Disney that I'm excited to show. Do you yeah. have any that you? Oh man. Um, the, all the live action Disney ones I can think of are ones that are going to be older. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is probably like my that's one true. I'm yeah, the most excited be. to show them, but that's going to be much, you know, it's got to be eight, nine, ten kind of range. Cause that one's spooky. It was spooky, but it's so but good. But it's so good. Having recently rewatched that. Yeah, we Totally did, holds up. Totally holds up. Still funny. Still quotable. Still awesome. <laughs> um, and that's fun too. Cause it's a big pirate adventure. Yeah. And we love that 
Well, he could be a little Captain Jack Sparrow. Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So cute. Um, yeah, that would be a good one. But yeah, that's a little bit older. Yeah. And then the Muppets are also, we are very pro-Muppet household. We love the Muppets. We love the Muppets. The Muppets, and especially, like, they kind of formed, like, I've watched those at such an impressionable age. I think a lot of, like, at least mine, and probably both of our sense of humor, yes. are based on the Muppets. Oh, like, 100%. It's very, like, formative, and, and I think also it had that impact on the culture as well. A lot of stuff borrowed from the Muppets. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, some of my favorites, Muppet Treasure Island is probably the one that I grew up. That's, I think that's on. probably our top. That's probably it? our top one. Top favorite. Um, Muppets in Space. Muppets, Muppets from Space uh-huh. was fun. Um, let's see. Oh, what's the Muppets? One of my favorite is um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol. I like to watch that every year. Christmas. It's my yep. fave. It makes me laugh so hard. And then I love the new Muppets movie, the Jason yes. Siegel. Just the Muppets. Isn't it just called it's just, just the, the Muppets. Muppets? Yeah. I like that one. I like, um, and that's what's kind of fun about the Muppets is there's all these eras. Like, they kind of came back in the 90s with a bunch mm-hmm. of ones. And that was like Treasure Island and um, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. And then, but then there's also the OG ones. Like, I love um, the great Muppet caper. Yes. That one's really good. Um and I also liked Muppets Most Wanted. That's the most recent one. Yeah. That was the one with Tina Fey. Yeah, that one made me laugh. That was really funny. They're just funny and fun and Yeah. Unique. But yeah, the Muppets are just like they're... Muppets Take Manhattan. Muppets is Take Manhattan really is the one I was trying one. to think of. Yeah. yeah. That that kinda and those that was another nineties ish. Yeah. Or is that one of the no, old? No, that's eighty. Yeah, that's eighties. Yeah. Uh, there's just something for, for everybody with the Muppets too. I just um, I think they're so funny and it's so unique and and obviously we love like you know Sesame Street as well which is yeah. also you know very similar very similar vibe uh, so all very good and we we want to instill that in Jude and those senses of humor and stuff is just it's very funny and yes. very very important yes for sure been so fun and uh, the, the people have reached out uh, about the show um and have said kind words it really means a lot um and it's just something that i'm having a lot of fun doing and it's something that you know we've done a couple episodes together and it's really fun so thank you thank you uh and go out there and watch some movies